Welcome back. It's Reflective Perspective, the podcast that's not popular by demand because we're not demanded by anyone. Sometimes we're going to be serious. Sometimes we're going to be shitty comics. So if you want to hear the same old shit, go ahead and change the channel now. Because if you can't see yourself through the eyes of those who see you, how can you ever see yourself? 360. Just here trying to kick some little bit of knowledge for all you because the largest nation is your imagination. Get lost in it. Good morning, good afternoon. It's a reflective perspective in the house today. We got got some little things going on in our minds and we want to bring them to yours and see how much everybody's paying attention. See if everybody's got some kind of reflective perspective on the intentions of mankind as a whole. Or do we just go through life, living life as if life was granted to us? Like we deserve it. We, we earned it somehow. I want to know how you're doing today. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, bud? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people... Uh I think there's a lot of people out there that take it for granted, and there's a lot of people that don't, that kind of are on the same tip as we are, and they're trying to, they're trying to find out, you know, like, what makes everyone function the way they do, or, you know, why is there evil, and just all kinds of different things. Everyone's just trying to find themselves, trying to find a reason, and some people aren't. They just, they go to work, and they work their nine-to-fives, and they do what they do, and they're happy like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like what my idea was for today, you know? is the way that people are changing like their their outlooks on how to how to like look inside themselves like oh i'm on a little journey i'm trying to you know i want to make myself better i want to make the world better i want to make a i want to make a positive influence i want to give my my perspective to what's going on out there and sometimes you, like you'll hear a lot of people that will have the same exact thought as you so that's got me thinking a little bit of maybe we're trying to capture that. So we're, we're coming to you guys and we're going to try to capture your perspectives on our perspectives to see if those two reflect or or I, not. Either they reflect each other and mirror each other or they bounce off of each other without ever seeing the other person's, you know, their reflection. I think it'll be a, a good a good way to, you know, tap into finding ourselves but i don't want it to be where you look at it and it becomes like it's a mainstream thing i don't i'm not a i'm not for the mainstream never have you know what they promote what they teach what they play some of like you're you're always going to get something good out of even the worst of things but it's when society is gathered around and circled around making a whole society on just those little good things when there's so many good things out there Yeah, I dig that. But it's like, at the same time, like, I know I'm not mainstream. And as, like, being an artist, though, it's kind of like, do I, you know, not do I, I, like, I know in order for me to, like, make money in the beginning, I got to do certain kind of art that, you know, that's, you know, like, what's, what's out there, you know, like, if I want to, like, make a killing off of, like, doing... I don't know, Overwatch, it's a popular game right now. If I do a bunch of hits of Overwatch, spray paint a couple characters and sell them, you know, that's just me doing the hustle. But I can, I'm can, i still able to go home and still do the artwork that I want to do. And that's, I feel like, the goal is to be able to do the artwork that you want to do as an artist and just be able to put it out there and just do you. You know what I'm saying? But do you feel like from art, like no matter what you do, that there's going to be an influence from something? Like, unless you're doing like completely like, abstract art like 
squares and shapes and people are like i don't know what that means but it's cool i want it in my multi-million dollar house and you know what i mean as opposed to like some of the great artists like you're speaking art on art there's like different terms of artists right we're gonna talk creatively like artists like paintbrush sketch artists stuff like that even back in the days like their influences were who they were painting you know the person or the buildings or the places you know they so is it selling out or is it taking what's out there like what you enjoy and you're gonna go ahead like oh i'm gonna draw some overwatch characters i'm gonna paint these things up on the wall and people are gonna be like these are badass it is mainstream but it's not mainstream because that's something that you do that's something you play and you don't find yourself mainstream but is is that because you don't see yourself as mainstream does not mean you're not mainstream I know you're not mainstream. I know you're not like, you don't listen to like music that everybody listens to. You don't draw yeah, what everybody's yeah. like, draw I think, this. I think in the aspect of that though, it's also like having your own kind of, uh, your brush, your hand to your brush as an artist is more of uh, finding things that just comfort you. Like when you paint them as, as far as like how the paintbrush hits the surface, what colors make you come alive, like what makes it pop, what the, everyone has their own unique like, set of creativity like in their head of what how they want it to look and those creative people that find that like it just clicks for them and they're able to like this is what looks cool to me i don't care if it's like different or whatever so if you can do that and put and, and slide that into like let's say i do an overwatch character and i'm doing like oh, shit like that but i can put my own twist on it and kind of like tweak it how i think is like kind of cool even if it's like as far as the colors of it the texture of it like different shit i use in it you know the mediums I use to make it just all kinds of shit is different and that that's like that's what's cool like th those possibilities are, are fucking endless so if you're an artist and you like drawing your own stuff you like painting your own things but you know to pay the bills you gotta be like watch I'm gonna go paint these characters yeah exactly right? so like you're using your gift kind of like as a tool like you become like like a vampire you're gonna like you see the opportunity there like hey here's here's a Here's some flesh that I can milk, right? Boom, I'm a flesh. But you kind of fell into the trap of that's what they did to you. Like, you're just the child of another vampire. And then the next person goes out there and creates and starts painting and doing everything. But only to pay the bills because, remember, we've had conversations about currency. You want to go into the world with open arms of knowledge. Exactly. You know? Like, it's a real thing. I know I clown I clown you about it, but it's, it's a real thing. That's what people need to lose currency. If we all lost currency, then then our actions and our ethics would be the things that drive society again like it did back in the days even though yeah people have been killing each other since day one you know well not day one or else he would have been dead after or she would have just killed adam who knows maybe he's the second adam <laughs> you know maybe she killed the first one. Oh, you're not gonna listen to me but as far as art yeah like this there's musical art there's theater art there's every kind of thing so the gifts that you're given like you, you're gonna use them to the fullest Right. And right now, I like and what you're doing with your art, because to me, it seems like you're doing what you want to the fullest. Like it's not you're making decent money. You're, you're starting out your life. You know, it's, you know, I'm looking at it like, damn, this fool's got all kinds of ideas. And that's good. I hope he stays. Hope he's oh, whatever fires in his ass. I hope it just stays there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep it alive. You know, I you know, when I'm at work, my actual nine to five, you like doing my thing like 
all I'm thinking about is coming home and opening the computer and start editing or drawing or a project in my mind I want to do. And I know it's it's always been like that for me. And I feel like I always kept saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, but I want to do it. I want to do it. You know, and then I was like, finally, like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to do it. Um, but touching back to what you were saying, like, and I, what's fucking crazy is that I think everyone's skill and talent, whether it be through art or, you know, being crafty or being able to build or whatever it is, like, all those trades inspire someone else's trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I do artwork, I listen to music. It's another artist making art the way he likes, the way he wants, or she, you know, the way they want to do it. Sorry, we're, we're not all-inclusive <laughs> here. This is not an all-inclusive uh, perspective. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they make music that I listen to that motivates me or, like, gets me in the mood. Just like how we have music playing right now in the background. Like, this is what puts us in the mood. This is the music that we like. And it's art from somebody else that they made. You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I just, I just had this conversation yesterday, and my, my wife, she, she laughed at me because <laughs> a song came on, and it, I sometimes some songs come on, and when I've never heard the artist and the song is old, and it's a good song, and I know that it wasn't played like on mainstream radio, it wasn't one of the top records that was out there, but it's a badass song, and it's only like. It just makes it gives me like I'm, I get excited, and she's like looking at me, laughing, and me like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" And I was like, "You don't even understand. I love music. So when come, someone comes out playing a guitar or playing playing the drums and the bass, or they're playing horns and some reggae music or ska, like or just like when they slow it down, it's that's why I, I, I go like that's why most of the music I listen to like it, it has to have some kind of lyrical content. If not, it becomes waste in my ears, and I don't think that I have. A lot more years to just keep wasting you know what i mean i'm, I'm 41 and I, i'm to me i'm behind because i'm just behind like <laughs> you know in my head like you know i'm not i'm not trying to play catch up or anything like that but you know what i mean like i've been alive a long time I, I when i was younger the way i used to think parts of who i was that made me think like that like i was really into art i used to draw a lot even a lot and then I started drawing a lot more when I was on drugs. If, uh, if people don't know what speed is, I suggest never try it. <laughs> but, you know, I used to get down and I used to draw a lot, you know, like all kinds of crazy stuff. And when I stopped doing drugs, I, it's like I stopped drawing because I don't want to be labeled as like, oh, look at this guy's tweaking. You know what I mean? This guy's tweaking again. But I, was, I used to like, I, I loved art, like. You know, your cousin, your cousin, he's into art and he's doing that thing. He does his thing. You're doing your thing. And yeah. it's like, I should have went that way. I like working on my hands. I like being a construction worker, but I don't. I don't want to have to, like, work like, manual physically labor. manual labor for many more years. Yeah, because that cuts off of your, you know, your lifespan. Yeah, so I want to, like, switch, switch it up, you know, and try to get something into more fulfilling with the same amount of pay to keep everything going the way it's going and maybe find a better person of who I am. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like, yeah, but I started, I'm, I'm starting now and you're starting in your 40s. You're starting, I'm starting in my 30s. It, that shit doesn't make a difference, man. Because you still got another fucking, got some good years ahead. Uh, I listen, listen to Gary Vee and that fool's always talking about, it's never too late, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, you never, you'll never know. A lot of businesses were built, people following their dreams at fucking, you know, crazy ages. So Yeah. But like, but still, my construction career is is taking me a long way. You know what I mean? Like, I make some good money. Like, most of you college kids out there, you ain't you ain't gonna make this money. Yeah. You know, you're not. You know, like, 
I know you. I'm not saying you're a college kid. This guy didn't go to college. <laughs> this is college of hard knocks. That's where he went. <laughs> I did, uh, I think, one year in community college, and then the next year, I, they fucking raised the prices of the units, and I was like, uh, yeah, I can't do that in my books. Yeah, but I think you've done, uh, you've done all right for someone without that education. But maybe that's why you're farther along at 30, and I'm at 40. Cause you had that one year of college. <laughs> I graduated from continuation school. Maybe they dumbed me down. They just made me p- take tests. If I passed the test, they gave me a credit. And I got through like a year and a half of high school in about six months. Ridiculous. That's not an education. That's just here. Pass this test and get the fuck into society. Yeah. I think a lot has to do with the, I mean, I, for me, I think you're a pretty smart guy. I mean, you, you know your shit. Pretty pretty, much. You, know you know the guys that work? They say you're pretty smart for a dumb guy. Or pretty dumb for a smart guy. <laughs> No, but it's like it's it's a it's a constant thing of like con- even if you're not in school, like the point is just to always be fucking learning, bro. Always be gaining some type of knowledge and always be fucking. If you don't know how to do something that that interests you, go find out how to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or you, how are you gonna know what interests you until you try it at least? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so, like you, you'll hear people talk about like, oh man, when you, once you turn forty or oh midlife crisis and stuff like that. I don't think that so much as a midlife crisis. Maybe just people get to that one point in their life and they're like, man, I, you know what? I've been here fucking fifty-two years. I don't need to listen to anybody else's shit. I've heard so many fucking people's voices. I've had so many people like in my, you know, like change your mind, help your mind, hurt your mind. You know what I mean? To make you who you are, and you're going to get to a certain point where you're like, you know what, fuck that shit. And if you don't like what I'm doing, guess what? I, I came out of my mom's fucking snatch without you, you know what I mean? But at the same time. I think it's, yeah, it, it also stems, you can also say it stems back from like, a, like, it's just, they say it's a midlife crisis or whatever they say. But it, yeah, like, like what you're saying is maybe they just finally figure that out. So in their lives, it took them a little bit longer to kind of watch people and see how the world was going to turn out and see what. And, you know, before they and I'm I, maybe I caught the tip a little bit younger. Like when I was younger at like 13, 14, Don't I was never catch the tip. <laughs> I was like paying more attention because I had older brothers and older siblings and older sister, you know, so I could watch and see how what they were doing and how it played out for them and what life was like, how they were coming up compared to what life was when I was coming up. And so I was able to kind of grow my grow my knowledge based upon that. And when I went out, I was, you know. Like for right now, it would be me talking to Jacob and be like, "Yo, dude, like, try, like we're trying to get him on this tip. Like, hey, dude, fucking do what you want to do. Like, I'm trying to get him on that tip for the his that you know working on cars and shit. Yeah. Like, nobody really in the family, you know, a lot more than anybody else. And then Jacob, I feel like knows the most. So it's like, dude, like make something out of that. Like that's what you like to do. You can make that into, you know, a job. You can get paid off of that. I told him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if it's not like doing like manual labor, you can get paid off of like your knowledge that you already possess. A lot of people don't know that yet, and they want to get into that scene. Help them. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So, you're saying everybody is intelligent, but it's like unlocking a button, like like hitting a certain button at a certain stage. Yeah. So boom, then this unlocks, and this is who you are. It always was you, though. Like, you ever, you ever make a decision or you do something and you were, like, scared as shit and you do it and it comes out that you won. Like, you came out the winner, right? I know there's going to be times you're going to come out a loser. But most of the times when you take that chance where you're, like, beyond fear, like, and it, you win, you start thinking in your head, like, why can't I do this all the time? Like, why? what's the difference in the situation? What's the difference in the motivation? When we went to uh, we went to Oregon last year, going to that that watering hole and jumping off those rocks, like 
I had a lot of talking to myself. <laughs> a lot of talking to myself. Like, man, I got to go to work. I don't want to be bandaged and bruised over here in Oregon. But I was like, I got to do it. Like, I always said I was going to do something like this. And I never had the opportunity. Like, I want to jump out of a plane. But if I, I don't know if I'm really going to take my time. Because, I mean, sounds cool. Sounds fun. But there's always that, that, you know, that little part of the equation that you could hit the floor and die. Yeah. You know? Definitely. <laughs> did, did you? Okay. You know, it's funny you talk about that. Because. I just watched a, um, a movie uh, t- a couple nights ago, and I, I had this movie. I watch it all the time. I bought it on fucking Amazon, and I fucking watch it all the time, okay? It's a fucking great movie. Have you seen it? It's called The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. No, it, it's the it's, uh, it's same, di- like Dinner for Smucks, right? He builds a bunch of, he makes a bunch of, like, clay things. He's in the war. No. Different movie completely. Yeah. Okay. This one's with Ben Stiller. Okay, I think I have seen that movie though. This one's the Secret Life. So like he's a um, he's a photo analyst for the time for Time Magazine. Okay. And the guy that takes the the pictures for Time Magazine is like an adventurer. Like he goes out and travels. Like he does all kinds of crazy shit. He's always traveling the world because he's the photographer, and he only deals with the guy with Ben Stiller. He's the manager at Time for the. He does the final processing for the pictures that, that go yeah, into the magazine. He's a film yeah. editor. Yeah. Photo editor. Photo yeah. editor. So like. Um, in the last one, the time's closing. They're going online now. They're not going to be producing the magazine. So the young people come in there and they're like, all right, we're going to do online, blah, blah, blah. They start firing people. And the last uh, shot 25, the photographer writes the, the people a note and says, hey, I want, um, I want it to be considered for 25, photo 25 for the, for the cover, you know? throw it around so when the photographer of that time magazine's like suggests it it's like oh yeah okay well we got to use his his fucking photo because we've been dealing with them you know he's good so he can't uh, ben stiller can't find the photo so and he's always been like a like a crazy like fan of his right yeah yeah okay yeah, but he's like but he himself is like a boring kind of he thinks he's like a boring yeah. guy he like lives through doesn't his pictures, do anything yeah right and so like he's like he has to make the decision girl? like do i go find this guy yeah and he, he hooks up with the girl because the girl that works at his work like he's like he he like daydreams a lot too. Yeah. Like he'll he'll start like he'll just let go and he'll start thinking about something completely different, like okay. the how he wants his life to be. Okay, so that's the main gist of what you're getting at. So watch the movie. Don't tell me the ending. No, I I've seen it. I've seen it. So what you're saying has to do with what? You were saying that you had a lot of talking about being up there. And it's like you were scared. Like you start thinking about the repercussions of your actions and follows blah blah. That's how the movie is. That's what it's like. And it's like. Sometimes you have to just go and do it, and the the scenes are, that he has, like in Iceland, are like surreal. How he's like fucking skateboarding down yeah. this fucking hill by himself, and he puts the rocks on his hands, and it's like this office guy. He's like in his like office attire, kind of, you know. And like that's that shit's crazy because it's like because inside of every man he, and woman, he there's, out a, the, there's an unlockable like superhero, right? Yeah, like you're really there's you an unlockable invincible. button that tells you fucking just do what you want to do. All right, like there's this. risk to it. It's dangerous. You know, you may you may go bankrupt if you're talking about this. You may fucking die if you fall out of a plane. But there's always a, a, a levels that you play in your head. Like what's what's greater, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's like your mind. Your mind is the strongest thing on your whole body. Exactly. Because look at somebody that gets you know back in the days. You know they show cops and they show this dude all all smoked out on Sherm. All right. I'm not saying crack. I'm not saying you know Sherm. Not Angel does Sherm, but even Angel does has some of the same effects, right? Where it's taking like six cops to get him down, and he's standing up and like throwing them off of him, picking like pushing like cars out of his way. You know what I mean? Just based on the the simple fact that in his mind he doesn't think that he can't do it. 
know what I mean? Yeah. You ever heard like you know you know by the you know with the faith of the size of a mustard seed you can move a mountain? Like that has to be. That's not just written down and seen kind of kind of seen on the negative side, but you know. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's never a good situation when it happens. But it's like man, like. How is this? This there's like fucking eight cops on top of this guy, and they're like they cannot take him down. He's just walking with them. Yeah. Like yeah, he's, like, he's been tased three times. Like what's going on? <laughs> All because he doesn't believe that he can be taken down. Yeah. So the thought, mind, power shared. That's why. That's why I wrote that down. That's why I was trying to point it out to you. Yeah. That our we're we only limit only limits we have in this world are ourselves. Because if you look at technology, look at remember I was talking to you about the magnets, how they use magnets to do the um. MRIs and then they pull cells apart and do a bunch of science with simple things like a Too magnet. Much of science. You know, no, I'm saying like <laughs> it, it goes across to all like different types of sciences. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't understand how we could go from from clicking rocks together trying to make fire to where we are right now. The time lapse is not that long, you know. So when you look at like January 1st of this year, like I don't think of it as that long ago, but dude, we're this is September. We're in September already. I'm like, where'd the year go? What did I do this year? What did I do to to enrich myself? Other than, you know, we went on a couple of vacations last year, you know, and it was fun. It was fun, like so much needed, so needed, like, because I don't ever let myself off work. Like to me, I'd rather be working every day because then that creates the money that I, I need and the extra that I could use to go do shit like that. You know, but at the same time, I'm living in debt. Dump. So the whole working—that's why I, you know we talk about this whole art subject. You know, it's like I want to do something that's gonna be like, hey, you know what? He doesn't work hard, but it is hard work. But the hard work is the work that I want to put into it. That's gonna do something better for somebody else. Because if it's, if what we do in life doesn't better ourselves, better ourselves is like a like a selfish thing. What are you doing to better somebody else? What do you give unto? You know, what I mean, I, I hear it all the time. Like I know I could be a nicer person. I could be a better person, a happier person, you know. I try every day, but, you know, your old self, you know, the devil's pulling you by the foot, pulling you back into the sand. Yeah. When you were talking about um, where the year went and what have you done and, you know, start talking like that. Um, on the way over here, I was thinking, like, same thing, because our, our rent for our apartments, dude, would be two years. And on the way over here, I'm like, damn, we've been there for two years already, like, and I'm starting this. And it's like I always think back to the office when he's like, I wish we can remember, I wish someone would tell us when we're in the good old days before they've actually left us. And it's like, if you just live life like that, like, man, I, these are the good old days. Yeah, you're always going to have some minor tribulations that could be major ones, you know, things in your life that are going to happen. And those probably, you know, if the major ones happen, then it's not, you're not in the good old days, but it's what you do to get out of them. And the small ones that, and the small tribulations that you think you have, the small troubles that are going on, they may not be so big if you look at the grand scheme of things like we had game night with all of us, you know, last night. And, like, that was bad, dude. Like, if you take those memories and you hold them, like, we're in the good old days. Like, we just, we just lived one of the good old days yeah. moments that we'll be talking about We make the, the good old days. Yeah. And if we don't choose to make the good old days, there is no good old days. You have yeah. to look back at an empty life, like, uh, whatever. But the, I think the trick is Five to, like, at your funeral. the trick is to know that you're in the good old days. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, and then if you take that, like, of, but if I'm you saying. take that every day when you wake up, all right, these are the good old days still. These are the good old days. This is, you know, what, what am I going to do today that's going to, if I can, 
be a good memory. What am I gonna do today that's gonna be a good memory in the future? Mindset. So you, yeah. Right? It's all mindset. Exactly. Reflective perspective in the house. How are you guys doing? <laughs> mindset. You know what I mean? That, and that's the, the whole goal that I'm like trying to get at. Mindset should, should, needs to be everything. Like, I can't say that I don't want to work and actually keep in the industry that I am in. What if I could do something on the side and it increases my time that I could take away from both of them to enjoy, you know, just time with my family, my kids, my, you know, my wife. That's, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm sure everybody wants that. But some people have that mindset, I believe. You know, inaccurate, accurate, however you want to feel about it. Like, they have that mindset already of taking care of themselves, the selfish part. Oh, I'm doing this for me. I'm making myself better. I'm living 100, you know, like all that shit. And they don't work and actually do something that's, I think everybody, I don't know, do we change the whole schooling system where everybody has to learn how to build something? Everybody has to learn how to plant. Everybody has to learn sciences, electricity, you know, like just so that you have a fallback. So you're not a complete waste of like society. A tr- like a trade? Not really a trade. Like, just to be able to self-sufficiency. Or if you don't look for that for yourself, then you don't deserve to be alive. Like Spartans. And that just takes me into my overall theory is why is man dog-eat-dog? I think since the beginning, man has been dog-eat-dog. You know what I mean? Like, they've been going after each other. Like, everybody, if any difference in you is, is something different, and that's a shame. Uh, and I don't like it's, it. It's Let's hatred. change it. It's hatred. But why? Is genetic uh, the mind? The mind's a powerful thing. There's, uh, you're gonna want something or crave something that you don't have, that you don't want to work for it. You just want to take it. Yeah. You have a different mindset completely, and, and you know, things that. I guess you would call it morals too, because I mean, if if you have hatred in your heart, are you you're probably morally not a good person then, right? I think those go hand in hand. So. I feel like we might have slightly different opinions on it, but not really. Like, I don't think that kids in school should be taught. I think I think there's definitely needs to be change in how we teach our the youth and what we're teaching them. You know, um, I, I think yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a couple of videos I saw on Facebook about the guy raps about it. I think I sent it to you guys, and he's like talking about you know the school system's been the same. This is a picture from you know. 1920 something 1902 whatever and this is a picture of a classroom today and they look exactly the same and it's like like you were talking about we've advanced so far from then till now but why are we still teaching them the same are it and you could also make the argument if we'd advance so far in such a little time maybe we're doing maybe we're doing a good job then yeah. I, maybe I'm, it is working. No, well, yeah, that's just, what I say. You know what every, even out of the worst or maybe we're on the cusp of the next and that's why we want to change it. Maybe Bible. that's why we we feel like we reached a ceiling as a society and we're like, we need change now because we're ready to grow and expand. This is the turning point right now. What was working for us that got us this far is not working us for anymore. The next 30, 40 years, 50 years, this is this is going to need to change and we're in the middle of it. It might take a couple decades so for you, it to change, so but I feel like this, this is... That by knowing that and knowing history... The only thing that's really going to come for sure is a bunch of people are going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once you hit a ceiling, you're going to have all those people that want to create a new ceiling. They want to build up. They want to expand. Right? And you're going to have all those people that are like, all the naysayers. They're like, no, no, no. We're good the way we are. You don't need to see what's on the other side of the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that usually leads to war. 
because it's a it's a like a it turns into like a fundamental but mostly it leads to war because the countries that are fighting each other they're like oh i want to expand they're like no 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 no, no. don't do it yet because we're not there yet and now we're gonna you know our technology is not there yet wait till we catch up so they they don't want other countries to catch up that's why they keep things from them they don't want everybody to have it's doggy it's manic man like you said yeah you know what i'm saying I never said man eat man. Yeah, you said men were eating men at some point. My, that's, that's not <laughs> my vocabulary. I said doggy dog. That's what that's what everybody is though. Like, I don't. It's it's bothersome. It's bothersome to me, really. I just want to know what we're, what we're gonna do if we don't know how to build or grow or do anything like that. Well, if we want to get back to that topic, are you gonna back paint, on track. are you gonna paint me a garden? Can I eat out of it? No, but see, art's very. Um, it's subjective, so it, it hits home for mo- for some people. Like there's certain things that you like. Like let's say you have your garden and you're you're chilling out and you sit outside and you just have like your it's just very tranquil and nice and you look at the trees and you look at the color green and you like the way it looks. But like when you're inside, you can't see it. If I can paint that image for you, whatever it is, anything, and you connect with it, and you constantly look at it, that's how you know when. You're a good artist as far as like, as from, from not a good artist, but like, I know how I'm done with the piece that I'm doing when I don't want to stop staring at it because it, it, it gives me comfort by looking at it all the time. I, I like the way the colors look, even if someone, if someone else's artwork, that's how I know someone has good artwork. For, according to me, it's my opinion. It's like music, right? Music and art have been around since day one. Yeah. You were stuck in a desert or whatever, stuck in a forest. Who knows? Could have been a nice garden. Who knows? Right? You got to do something to pass the time. You're going to work, and then you're going to go home, and you're going to entertain yourself. We've been all over the place. We've been talking about art. We've been talking about mainstream media. We've been talking about mainstream, being mainstream. Talk about even just the way our education is. Maybe the change, the, the education system needs to change. But you think through artistic expression, right? We can do whatever we got to do to create the currency that hopefully can change the world for the better, like we started out talking about. Hey guys, this is Mike. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this short session with Brian and myself. Let us know what you think about this episode and anything you want to hear discussed at the roundtable on our Instagram, at Perspective one Also check out our first episode with Classic 562, linked in our bio. Thanks, talk to you next time, and remember, keep your perspective wide.